at plus two, as are Phil Mickelson and Colin Morikawa. However, they both shot 75 and are at plus four and eight back of the lead. Mavericks head coach Rick Carlisle stepped down after 13 seasons on the job. Nets and Bucks tonight in game six of their Eastern Conference semifinal series in Milwaukee. Nets up 3-2, tip off 8-30 Eastern time. MLB Network says Mets pitcher Jacob DeGrom has no issues with his shoulder. Had to leave last night's start with discomfort. Naomi Osaka has withdrawn from Wimbledon. I'm Dan Byer. It's the full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome to the Full Court Press. I'm A.J. Salveson here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, I, I say happy Thursday, but I don't know if it is. Man, that was frustrating. Jazz just get, you know, it, we talked about it yesterday, and Eric really had warned everybody that was listening to our show that, hey, just because Kawhi Leonard is out does not mean there's a free reign to a win. Just because, you know, they're losing probably their best score, best defender, doesn't mean this is an automatic win for the Utah Jazz. Well, he was right. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry, I got to turn your mic. You switch mics on me, man. I know. Of course I was right. Of course you were right. It's nice of you. No. But sadly, it, it was sucks. sad. Sad it, that I was right. Yeah, it's tough. I didn't uh, want to be right. So, it's a therapy session. Okay? The next hour and a half, if you want to make it two hours, there's a pro bono with that. You got There's an extra pay. But <laughs> can, can I just make one request? I think that's a fine idea, but can I just make one request? Okay. We do not talk about Mike Connolly's injury. I'm so tired of talking about it, and we there's no resolution. We're not clinical professionals. No one's opinion is going to change anything. Yeah. We talk ourselves in circles. Well, I just he, that's my one request. Okay. If you want to try to make it a topic, I will talk about other things. I am not going to talk about it today. Okay. Well, here is the thing. Is that it wasn't Mike Conley that is the reason they lost this game. It was the fact that they went 0 of 4,000 from three-point line in the second half. Uh, it's the fact that they couldn't get stops or leaving guys open. Reggie Jackson had a night. Uh, Marcus Morris was good again for the Utah Jazz. Uh, he was phenomenal. Or not for Utah Jazz, sorry. Wow, for the LA Clippers, excuse me. Um, and now the Jazz find themselves down three games to two uh, after a 119-111 loss last night. The, tomorrow night is uh, game six of the series. Um, I don't even know the time. I don't even care. I'm not going to watch the game. What time is it? Uh, do we have a time? It's on ESPN. It's at uh, 8 o'clock. What do you know? It's another of course. late night game. Yeah. That's That's wonderful. Jazz uh, Open is two-point favorites, though. It doesn't matter. They were like five-point favorites yesterday or seven-point favorites. I'm, I'm, That's look, true. You don't want to talk That's about true. Mike Conley. I'm not going to talk about over and under lines because they don't matter. <laughs> Fair enough. They don't. Uh, again, 118-111 or excuse me, 119-111 was your final score last night. Paul George was was sizzling. We're going to get to that and much, much more here on the uh, 
on the Full Court Press, 106 on FM, 1390 AM, and 106on and streaming on the 106 on the Fan mobile app. Uh, wanted to uh, open up our text line, 435-339-0321 at text into our show, 435-339-0321. Don't forget, Gil Mortgage is doing a golf tournament on June 29th. All proceeds will go to uh, local uh, fire department, Cache County, search and rescue teams, and police department. Uh, you uh, can they're, they're still looking for teams, if you wish. Uh, it's about 1000 bucks for a four-man scramble. That includes your green fees, your cart, lunch, uh, breakfast, uh, some Titleist balls. Uh, great, great cause. And, again, that's the biggest thing is that the proceeds go to a great cause. $500 will go to, uh, Eric, if I'm not mistaken, 500 if you want to be a whole sponsor and 100 for a, a raffle. Yeah, if you want to do a raffle prize, and all the proceeds go to help a couple different really good groups, good causes here, medical kits. For the Logan Police Department, Cache County Search and Rescue Team will get benefit from this. And also, they help purchase some structural firefighting equipment for the Logan Fire Department. So, really cool cause. Great opportunity to help out. Have some fun. And uh, first first annual. It's the first time they're doing it. So, first annual always sounds a little funny. But uh, they do plan on doing this many, many more times. Again, 435-339-0321 is how you can text into the Gill Mortgage text line. Um, man, this is this is a tough loss to have to swallow, but uh, it could be worse. You could be the Philadelphia 76ers. 4086 te- uh, text into the show. Sorry to say the series is over. I'll be drinking my Dr. Pepper nonstop till next season. 9315, Eric was right because obviously spoke it into happening. I feel he could say... Anything into happening like the Jazz will win, the Jazz win by one, or too bad for the Clips. Yeah, I did predict the Jazz would lose. I'll take that one. Uh, my score prediction was really, really close. Just got the wrong teams. Yeah, I think I said 108-106. I said 118-112, uh, to 112, I think. And you picked the Jazz, right? I picked the Jazz. Yeah. Uh, five three zero eight. Unfortunately, I have to give credit where credit is due. And Ty, uh, Coach Lewitt had figured out how to neutralize Gobert and the rest of the Utah Jazz defense. It's it's so right. That small ball lineup is just killing the defense of the Utah Jazz. And their zone defense, for the most part, has done some damage. Where they're just they're in the stall mode. I mean, you were they're in Eric. Um, you, you got Jordan Clarkson throwing up thirty first. Donovan Mitchell is. You're right. I I think it was a little bit dramatic the first time you said it, but now just after even after the press conference last night, um, when I listened to it here on 106 on the fan, Donovan's playing on one leg. Like he's like, I can't even move. Well, you, it was as evident as it's been uh, last night. I mean, and what drove me nuts is listening to the national broadcast and fourth quarter, like Donovan has to be more explosive yeah. going to the middle. Are you not paying, not attention, paying attention to how Donovan can't even? He's hobbling up and down the court. He can't be explosive going to the middle. What are you watching? Yeah. Uh, that That's Greg Anthony for you. It's yeah. great work by him. Uh, 2417. If Audrey would start using his speak into existence power for good instead of evil, because yesterday, <laughs> or he said it would be over in six yesterday. I, I said that three days ago. <laughs> for good instead of evil. Actually, I said that before the series started. That's great. Dude, that sucks, man. I'm I'm pit. I mean, I'm mad. I'm so angry. Like, Eric, no Kawhi Leonard. You're up by 10. You're cruising in the first half. And then you just 
goodness gracious, do something. Well, they were, I mean, shots were falling, and it was awesome in that first half, but as good as the offense was, the defense really wasn't wasn't there. No. And so that was really, really unfortunate for the Jazz, that they weren't able to uh, clamp down defensively, and as good as they were with their offense, uh, it was almost like they had the attitude, like, our shots are falling, we're just going to overwhelm you with with points. And uh, Clippers like, okay, we can play that game, but we're going to play defense too. Yeah, we're going to lock you down. One, five, three, four. Quinn is being severely outcoached. In the last two games, I, I have to agree with him. I, I have a hard t- – I mean, look. So he can't figure out he's a got counter one for the small ball lineup? He's got an all-star out and another one playing on one leg. Coach Lou has, has, is missing Kawhi Leonard. Right. <laughs> I mean, that counts for two all-stars right there alone. <laughs> look, yeah, look, it's the the Jazz. Uh, they don't have somebody who can break in, uh, a zone. When Donovan Mitchell can't attack the paint. Um, when Mike Connolly can't do the pick and roll with Rudy. Yeah. Look, so I, I'm not trying to make excuses, but these are realities. But, but there are some team... things, too, that the Clippers have that the Jazz don't, and that's a lot of depth and experience. Yeah. The Utah Jazz, really, it's a six-man rotation. You get a few minutes from Derek Favors. You get a few minutes from George Nyang, but those have not proven to be very effective minutes. Yeah. By the way, Derek Favors got his lunch eaten last night, too, again for the second game in a row. Uh, really quickly, let's go through the numbers just briefly. Paul George, again, phenomenal. In fact, I mean, he's not even playoff George. He's phenomenal, George. 37 points on 12 of 22 from the field, 3-9 from deep, 10 of 11 over the line. He also had 16 boards, 5 assists, 1 steal. He had 5 turnovers along with that. Terrence Mann had 13. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr. had uh, 25. Reggie Jackson had 22. He was a killer. I mean, an absolute dagger in the second half to the Jazz, including the fourth quarter. Not one single bench guy comes into double figures. Rondo played 9 minutes, no points. Beverly had 5. Kennard had 6. Um... And Zubak had two in meaningful minutes. Um, and for the Jazz, not I mean, every starter finishes in double figures, but it was rough. Royce O'Neal, 4 of 11 from the field, 2 of 8 from DP at 12. Bogey at 32, I believe 23 of those came in the first half. Yeah, he was great. Electric in the first half and then very quiet in the second. 9 of 17 from deep, 10 of 20 from the field, 3-4 at the line. Donovan Mitchell with 21, but on 6 of 19 shooting, 4 of 14 from 3. Five of six at the line, 12 points for Ingles, and 17 for Gobert, along with 10 boards. Talk about the bench. Here you go. Clarkson, 15 points on five of 12 shooting. That's it. Nying had two points in nine minutes. He did limit his turnover issues to one. That's nice. But that one was a catastrophic yeah, turnover. Huge. It was huge. I mean, it's just been bad for It's really man. frustrating. It's been an issue. Eric, where did the Jazz go from here? I mean, game six in LA. I'm not saying it's over. But man, that I mean, that's got to just be a gut punch to the stomach to lose the way you did last night. Turn around and go to L.A. and I mean, it's a closeout game for the Clippers, and they know how important this is because you don't want to go back to Game Seven, one thirty on ABC on Sunday. You you want to avoid that at all cost. I just I think all the momentum is on L.A. side, and that oh, that's a bummer. What else do you do here at this point for Quinn? You get on your knees and you pray <laughs> to whatever Have a circle of goodbye. That he believes in <laughs> that Mike Connolly's hamstring can have the strength that uh, that, that he needs. Really good. That Donovan Mitchell's ankle 
will heal. Um, that look, George- I, I don't know what else you do. It's <laughs> not. I mean, look, the 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 advantage of the Clippers is they have been able to play with and fine tune rotations and lineups with a very deep and very experienced bench. Utah does not have that. So I I see people saying, "Oh, they need to switch up their lineup." Well, what are you going to do? You yeah. start Ju- How are you Juwan start Morgan? Lineup? Yeah, man. Like throw, you throw Terrell Bradley, Bradley out there. there? <laughs> Let's put Doke in the middle against these guys. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe we try that, right? Just well, sit, what do you what do you do? You want to sit Rudy for the night? I mean, you say, go you know with what, who Rudy? you have. Yeah. And I mean this this Jazz team is a good team. But not having Mike Connolly and having a severely injured, he is severely injured. You can't, he can't even walk up and down the court. It sucks. Uh, do you know what else sucks? Eric, how much did we lose by? Eight. Guess what the Jazz went up at the line? Yeah, Nine. they were not good at the free throw line. 19 of 27. How many free throw points is that? Eight. We talked about the three-point situation, which wasn't good at all. You missed eight free throws at the line, and you lost by eight. That's that's got to stick in your craw a little bit, and for the Utah Jazz, that's you got to make free throws. I mean, and and do you know what, Eric? The other thing, and I I didn't see the whole entire game. I had a softball game. You were yeah, you were swinging a bat. Oh man, yeah, I didn't go too well either. Actually, um, nearly struck out looking. Uh, <laughs> but do you know uh, what else was frustrating is. Um, they got open looks. At least that's what I was told in the first half. They got a lot of great looks. And in the second half, they still had great looks. Royce had two very open looks. They both rimmed in and out. Clarkson had great looks. They rimmed out. Niang had open looks. I think he missed it almost entirely. Nearly grazed the front rim. So it's just these looks that the Jazz hit during the regular season, which made him one of the best three-point shooting teams in the NBA, now aren't falling. And I think that's where it just... I don't know what's more frustrating, the eight free throws or the open looks that just some way, for some reason, the basketball gods are like, nope, not right now. Yeah, and then that they kept putting him up instead of, we got to find another way to get points. Yeah. Finally, in the fourth quarter, they were attacking the rim more and starting to see some more results of it. But by then, the Clippers had the momentum. They were doing what they wanted. Uh, and uh, it was really tough for the Jazz to claw their way back into it. So nine four six three text into the show again four three five three three nine zero three two one if you want to be a part of the full court press with us today. Uh, all hell that AJ or all hell AJ and his crystal ball all his Niang slander for the last decade is now warranted. <laughs> uh, dude, I've never felt it's his so birthday st- today. By the way, who George Niang? Do you know what I get him? A ticket to the China Basketball League. Apparently, um, the. Uh- the Utah Jazz on their official social media accounts said, "Hey, help us wish George Yang a oh, happy birthday no, today." Don't do that. And it was a flood dude. of super negativity against George. Yeah, dude, don't come on. An avalanche. Read the room. And and I love the uh, the the Jazz uh, social media team. I know actually one of the managers of it, and she's wonderful. But read the room. No offense, but read the room. Uh yeah. I look. I hate being right. But right now I'm right, and it sucks. Uh, seven three two five. As a lifelong jazz fan, this is who they are. They never disappoint, and they'll never get a ring. Can't What's read. frustrating is last year they lost four in a row. Yeah. 
after having an advantage in the playoffs. Dude, don't remind me of this. This year, don't. they're on the precipice of losing four, four in a row. Hey, can I ask you? And, after having an advantage. You know what? And by the way, 9315 text in, it says turnovers killed us as well. Turnovers were a major problem, again, which is no surprise. Eric, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask our listeners, 435-339-0321 on the text in our show. Which one hurts worse? Last year being up 3-1 or this year being up 2-0? Oh, last year. For some reason, this one bothers me more. Really? I, I just I, think... You have a three... All you got to do is get one. I know. You lose four in a row. I know. You just need one. But this is the Clippers. Like, you get to knock out Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Doc Rivers and knock that team out of the playoffs, and we're up two games to none. Dude, I felt more confident being up 2-0 this year than I did being up 3-1 last year. I don't know why. Don't ask. But I well, felt I guess they didn't so lose four in a row last confident. year, be technically. But, yeah, I... I don't know. It's frustrating either way. It is, way. man. Either way you look at it, it's frustrating. It's hard to compare one frustration to another. But, I mean, last year, the Jazz didn't have Boyan. And they were trying to figure See, out how to play without thing, him. Yeah. And Donovan was on fire. He was amazing. This year, they don't have Mike Connolly in this round. And Donovan's hurt. And it's just... Just a different level of frustration, and there's just no not enough consistent help coming from other players. Nah, yeah, zero nine four five text in seven three two five needs to stop being so negative. Success will happen. Only one team ends the season happy. That's true. Only one team wins it. But man, you're a one seed. Man, I just never. I honestly, after I thought, okay, and here's the other thought, and I gotta remind myself this, Eric. When you see all the predictions of the series from experts, from you and I, and from people that you, I'm sure asked you about it and you talked to, from our listeners as well, how long did they think the series was going? How many games? Six or seven? Everybody said yeah, six true. They or seven be a long games. Series. No one said, hey, Jazz are going to win it in four. Hey, Jazz or Clippers are going to win it in five. Nobody ever said that. Everyone said this series is going six or seven games. They didn't say how we were going to get there and win it in six. They didn't say how we were going to get there and win it in seven. They just said six or seven games. I keep forgetting that, Eric. I keep forgetting that. Oh, man, this is horrible. We're in game six of the series. This is a train wreck. It's over. Like, I I, I, I got to remind myself that, hey, you said the Clippers in six, or you said the Jazz in six, or e- experts and listeners said the Jazz in six. Or, I mean, now it's going to have to be the Jazz in seven. It it. To, to make it happen. Um, I, I wouldn't count this team out yet. I, I'll give you my prediction tomorrow. Right. Um, for some reason, I walk out and I'm thinking, hey, we're okay. And everyone's like, are you on drugs, man? <laughs> well, I think it's important to remember that each game is its own thing. Unfortunately, there's been three straight where each game is its own thing. The, the Clippers have had the advantage. One of them was a total blowout. Yeah. One of them, they had pretty strong control, but the Jazz made it more interesting late. Uh, and this one last night, on your own court, you have a bad second half. But uh, Stat Muse, interesting. They always have They're uh, really good. Really interesting stats. Yeah, they do a great job. Uh, earlier today, they put this out there. Clippers have cracked the Jazz defense. The Jazz defensive rating in the regular season was 100.5. This series against the Clippers, it's been 121.1. 
The Jazz field goal percentage allowed in the regular season was 44.7 versus the Clippers. It's been 48.8. Jazz three-point percentage allowed in the regular season was 34.1 versus the Clippers. It's been 41.6. And this is the one that jumps out the most. Uh, Three-point attempts per game defended by Gobert, 3.8 during the regular season. It's been 10 per game versus the Clippers. Hmm. They're pulling him out. They're going small. They're staying committed to it. That's the, that is the coaching aspect of Ty Lue that has been uh, successful in getting the – he definitely deserves credit over Quinn Snyder and how he's done that. Uh, 3A62 texts into the show and says, this year hurts worse. After the season, the Jazz had this year in to give everyone – Hope this year hurts worse. I hope all of us talk negatively and hopelessly uh, will help us into some good karma and the Jazz maybe pull out the final two games. And again, Eric, I, I got to remind myself that this series isn't over. We still have a game six. Is it in L.A.? Sure. In fact, I remember, and I'm sure you do too, and I'm sure our wonderful listeners remember as well, when the Jazz were up three games to two, uh, in 2017 versus the Clippers. <laughs> and uh, we're up three games to two. They're at home, and they blow it. Uh, and, and the Clippers came out firing on all angles, shot really well. We go back for game seven, and I asked the media guy, who I'll leave nameless, I said, do we have a shot? And he says, absolutely not. There's no way we're winning game seven in L.A. There's not a shot. And you know what? If you ask everybody else, even Jazz fans themselves, they had to have been telling themselves the same thing. You had lost game six at home, a chance to close out the series. You have to go back to the Staples Center and face a game seven on the road. Nobody gave the Jazz a shot, Eric. Nobody did. And, you know, here we are. We're going to a game six in L.A., and nobody's giving you a shot. Look, if we go to a game six, if the Jazz win game six, we're winning Game 7 at home. Jazz aren't blowing a Game 7 at home. I just don't see Quinn Snyder allowing that. I don't see Donovan Mitchell allowing that to happen. Well, I mean, the attitude will be there. I don't know if the body will be there. Yeah. Uh, if it's physically, if he'll be able. I mean, I, I absolutely agree with the sentiment. Um, and you know what? The great gamers in the NBA still find ways to help their teams win. Even if they don't do the things that they normally are known to do, like slashing to the basket or dropping a bunch of three-point shots. But is Donovan enough to be, you know, a 15 to 20-point night, but getting all the attention and helping to set up his other guys? Are they good enough to carry the team? Yeah. Bogey had a great first half. Great first half. And it looked half. like he was going to be able to to take care of that in cuz Donovan was hurting. He he was basically absent in the first half. Yeah. And it looked like okay, this Jazz team, they're going to figure some things out. Rudy played much better. He was more influential offensively. But uh still it wasn't wasn't enough. Again, one final score 119-111. Uh Clippers win game 6, 1570. Text into the show. 
says, I hate to say this, but the Jazz are done. You have Mitchell on one leg. You've got Street Close 2.0 making $34 million to set out half the playoffs. You've got Defensive Player of the Year Gobert running in circles, completely lost on the defensive end. With Rudy unable to be a factor on defense, he has basically turned into JaVale McGee. That's brutal. Without those three guys 100% on their game, there is no way the Jazz advance, and even by some miracle, if they did, the Suns would sweep the Jazz if the Jazz still had these issues. Uh, hats off to Mitchell, though. This dude is a warrior. It's just too bad that the team doesn't have the same mentality. I don't know that I'd say that the team doesn't have that same mentality, but I think that they are... They're they're clearly they're not on the same page defensively and how to do switches and where they should be, and the Clippers are taking advantage of it, which is really frustrating. This deep into the into the the series, with a coach that you know we all like and respect, that that's not being communicated and and followed through, um, and how this is such a this is a good uh, Clippers team that they're they're trying to run away from Rudy. And try to scheme away from him, but when they do have him, they're uh, when he is on the ball, it's not down in the paint where he does the best work. It's out on the perimeter, and he's still trying to figure it out. But uh, I don't know. They they need it's a broken record. They need more help from the bench. They need more help from anybody not named Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, not named Donovan Mitchell. They're going to need it tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on TNT, I, I believe, uh, Utah Jazz, LA Clippers, Game 6. If they if the Jazz win, we extend the series to 7, 1.30 ABC on Father's Day. Oof. It's going to be a tough trip. It's going to be a tough two games for the Jazz. I, I, I believe, I, I'm believing in the Jazz, though. I'm going to try and stay positive. Like, you got to be positive, right? Clippers in six. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't do it, Eric. I tried, man. I really did try. Uh, we're going to take a break. Look, as, as bummed out as you and I and the whole entire, entire state of Utah is, which we should be, and it's rightfully so, do you want to know who else is really bummed out right now? Oh, Philadelphia? <laughs> you thought chucking snowballs at Santa Claus in 76 was mean. Man, you should have read the comments on social media after they posted about their loss. It's the full-court press of 106.9 The Fan. Celebrate Father's Day this year with a clock or watch from Essie Needham Jewelers. Choose from Cash Valley's largest selection of quality timepieces. Give Dad a Swiss-made watch from Tissot. Or keep him young with a trendy watch made by Fossil. Or consider the gift of pens, cufflinks, money clips, or other men's accessories. On this Father's Day, we pay tribute to the generations of fathers at Essie Needham Jewelers and all fathers on this Father's Day. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. Hi. This is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. 
We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. Better weather, longer days, and the urge to get outside. Spring has sprung. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical, and we'd love to help you scoot into spring and enjoy $200 off our high-quality scooters. Bringing wellness home is our motto, so also enjoy $200 off our best-selling lift chairs. For locations and information, visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. You want to know what this song is called, Eric? Leave Before You Love Me. Leave Before You Love Me. Wow. It's so, it's just so, it's so in tune with the day, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> uh, man, I'll tell you what, a bunch of Philadelphia 76er fans are about to leave the Sixers themselves, and uh, Doc Rivers is one loss away from being a voiceover for Chewbacca in a Star Wars cartoon series. <laughs> Final score last night in an absolute shocker. Game 5, Atlanta Hawks 109, Philadelphia 76ers 106. Why is this a shocker? Not just because the Atlanta Hawks won, but it's how they did it. They trailed by 24 with five minutes left in the in the third quarter. They trailed by 21 with about two minutes left in the third quarter. And then I chopped the whole thing down to single digits early in the fourth. Again, they come out with an absolute stunner, 109-106. They lead this series three game to two. We go back to Atlanta for Game 6 on uh, Friday, tomorrow night. Uh, uh, Eric, oh my gosh. I, I'm going to go back to our guys at StatMuse okay. on, on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, ben Simmons has been clutch, not missing a single shot in the fourth quarter of the last two games. Oh, really? He's a perfect 0-for-0 zero zero field no goal in that way. span. Are you serious? Quote, you don't miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's brutal. <laughs> it's that brutal. That is brutal. Brutal. It's perfect. Look, that that franchise has to just be reeling. Like your two stars totally have disappeared in the fourth quarter of your last two games. It's just amazing. both opportunities to take a, a serious lead, a, a strong position in the playoffs, and your stars disappear. <laughs> you know, ben Simmons, he's not taking shots because. He doesn't want to go to the free throw line. Well, yeah. Well, and here's the thing is, you know what the Hawks are doing? I mean, they're doing what a lot of teams should do, and some teams are just too dumb not to do. They're standing at the elbow of the free throw line while he's on the three-point line. They're like, go ahead. Let it rip. Go ahead. Shoot it. We dare you. If you want to come into the paint, we'll be here, but shoot it. And you're right. I I didn't know that stat, though. That's nuts. Uh, Here's the uh, line for the Sixers last night. Four points from Tobias Harris, two of eleven from the field. That's that's phenomenal. Jill Embiid was really good. Twelve of twenty. He had thirteen boards, five assists, two steals, four blocks, thirty-seven points. He was great. Um, ben Simmons had eight points on two of four shooting. Eric, he was four of fourteen at the line. They lost by three. 
We talked about our free throw issues with the Utah Jazz, dude. He went 4-14, and they lost by three. It's insane. Oh, my gosh. Curry the, the free throw shooting there. Seth Curry with 36 points in 38 minutes. He was 13-19 from the field and 7-12 from deep. Yeah, he's been fantastic. He hasn't he been awesome? He's been helpful. He's special, man. Uh, Trey Young was great. 39 points on 10-23 shooting, 7 assists, 3 steals. Uh, and then Jer- Collins was uh, had 19. Nobody else finishing double figures on the starter line. But Daniel Gallinari had 16 points, 6-10 from the field, 3-4 from deep. Again, 109-106 is your final. Let me ask you, and I'm, and then we got a text from 1570 I want to get to here, Eric, but let me ask you, what's worse? And and by the way, what higher seed loses first? Uh, Sixers or Jazz? Do either of them get to a game seven? Um, Man, that side does not spell good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, I actually I think both do, but I think Philadelphia probably has the greater chance, Ugh. just considering how they've played in their last two games. Yeah, they just had to be a little bit smarter on just a few possessions, and it's a different story. I think they, yeah, the, the Hawks have a three-two series lead on this, but Philadelphia has been the better team for the most part for the last two games. But if they're they can't figure it out, you're going. They're going home for good. And this is a young Hawks team that's playing on house money. No one's expected them to be here, period. And uh, how well they're playing against uh, the Sixers, they're just having fun. Yeah, like the Hawks are like, look, we're not supposed to be here in the first place. So let's just go out there and let loose. And that's, I mean, that's what they're doing. They're keeping themselves in games. 1570, Eric texts into the show and says, if the Jazz do decide to move on from Mike Conley, who do you think the Jazz could target? I think they have a chance to get some bigger names here, with the Jazz being the number one team in the league, and I think a big lure will be having D-Wade here. Like I said, hypothetically, if they move on from Conley. Uh, I'll keep that at a hypothetical, because I don't think they move on from Conley. Um, I think they'll find a way to re-sign, re-sign him, but to a smaller deal. Um, I, I mean, he's a, he is eligible for the veteran minimum, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, they'll pay him more than that. But but the the question is, I mean, Eric, they're gonna be hitting the luxury tap bank pretty hard. I mean, it's it's gonna come heavy on them. They're gonna have to re-sign some guys to deals that are a little bit lesser than what they're getting. If there is one guy that's got to go, it's got to be George Niang. It's time to move on from him. Jazz need. Uh, there's a couple things to Jazz need. They they need a a wing defender who can shoot. Yeah. Now, I mean, Royce does some great things, but he's a little undersized for some of the defensive assignments that he has to take. I love his effort, man. Yeah. I love his mentality, but yeah, he's he's getting beat up. And uh, yeah, they need a, a reliable stretch four. Man. Outside I, of Boyan Bogdanovich. I, hey, okay, so reliable stretch four. So with that... Because would George come, doesn't do anything in the interior. So would that so he'd come off the bench, right? When you say reliable stretch four? Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. Three four two six asked a great question. Uh why can't the Jazz go small ball and put Gobert and Favors on the bench? Okay, never mind, that wasn't a great question. You gotta finish reading it the first time. <laughs> it's not likely they're rebounding the basketball with them on the floor anyway, and their rotation on defense is slow with either of them. Why not put five athletic guys on the floor and play kick-and-drive basketball and still shoot the three-ball like they're known for? Uh, um, so what's the proposed starting lineup then? 
Is George Nyang is your starting center? Oh, man. Rudy Gobert is not unathletic. He just, because of his length. But it's the same thing we talked about Royce O'Neal. He's not a scorer. I mean, you said it too. Like, he's not an offensive powerhouse. I don't know why I'm actually going into this and diving in this deep, dark hole with 3-4-2-6, but I'm going to anyways. <laughs> but he, he's not an offensive guy. We got to find someone who's going to actually score at the five consistently and play good defense. Now, Gobert's got the defensive part down without a shadow of a doubt, but the offensive part's been an issue. Well, I mean, he was better in that second half, especially in the fourth quarter, but most of that was rebound putbacks. Yeah. Yeah. When the other guys decided, hey, we're going to actually try to do something in the paint here because the outside shot's not working. So we're going to drive and force the issue. And Rudy was there to, to put it back. But also, it was pretty evident uh, a couple different times Rudy would get the ball at like the free throw line. And he had like a lot of other big men in the league. They get that ball, put it on the ground once, two big steps, and they're throwing it down. Rudy. Like has to look around and try to pass it out. Like he doesn't have a back to the basket move. Like Julian Embiid. Yeah, Julian Embiid is really skilled as a big man. Yeah. Uh, three six two. How about Austin Rivers as a backup point guard behind Conley? I don't know if Austin Rivers would come here to be a backup though. Austin Rivers is Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to put it. Uh, he says, I think small ball would be good, but you lose a good screen. Rudy sets on the offensive end to get guys open. Mm, that's, unless that's, the refs that's are great. Unless the refs are acting crazy and keep calling moving screens all the time. <laughs> now, Rudy, the, the screen assist is uh, is incredible. Something that's not hey, that's not an official followed stat, right? on a on a, an official box score. Yeah. but uh, yeah. Rudy is definitely up there as the best in the league. Well, uh, three four two six. Why don't we trade Conley, George Nying, and one other bench player for Damian Lillard? We got to let that go. We got to move on. Unfortunately, like, look, and and I'm sure there is an interest and attractiveness to Utah that Damian Lillard has, being a former Weber State Wildcat. But it's the NBA, and a I don't we don't have the money to pay him, even if we were to ditch Conley's thirty four point one mil. Um, I think to get uh, Lillard, you'd have to trade Conley, George Nyang, probably Joe Ingles. I was gonna say Joe would have to go as well. But maybe, but if, but can I ask you, are you willing to make the sacrifice for Damian Lillard, though? I mean, it shortens your bench, yeah. definitely. I mean, it gives you a playmaker. But boy, does it give you a playmaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I almost say yes. And I, 3426 has two. But you'll have to find another, like, wing player. Yeah, if but, you do that. And, but you can find one on the cheap. I mean, when you have Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell and Bogey on the starting lineup. Unless they really feel like uh, Mie Oni is going to develop into that guy. Boy, if they did, man, they haven't shown a lot of faith in him in the playoffs. I mean, he's played some minutes, yes, but. Hasn't been very effective. No, not at all. Not at all. Hey, uh, I, I do got to ask you though, really quickly. Um, I know you talked just a little bit about it. It was almost a hypothetical manner. 109-106 Atlanta beat Philadelphia yesterday. Like. The confidence that the Hawks can close this out tomorrow night, it's got to be rocket sky high. I mean, even though if they don't do it, the confidence like right now at this very moment for Hawk fans everywhere, they got to be thinking, dude, we just came back from 24 down with like uh, 15 minutes of basketball left in the game. Well, they did it the, the game before being down 18. Yeah, I, it just, 
you got all the pressures on Philadelphia. Atlanta oh, doesn't have any pressure whatsoever. Hey, do you like the whole hack a Ben thing? Are you a fan of it? I know it's a strategy. Hack a shack was one of those things too. I mean, it's not great for the game, but how do you say no to it when Ben Simmons is going four or fourteen at the line and you win by three? Yeah, I think it's a, a very effective strategy. You're in the NBA. I mean, you have time every day to work on a, the a free throw shot where no one's defending you. How can you not be better at your free throws? Hey, did he did he make an All NBA team, Eric? Please, Ben tell Simmons. Me. Yeah, because a guy who shoots eighteen percent at the line and three percent from three point should not be in the All NBA team as a guard. That just shouldn't happen. Please tell me he's not on that list as a guard. Uh, I don't think he was. Okay, good. I'm going over it right now again. I wonder how much money he's losing for that. Yeah, he's not listed. Dude, I wonder how much money he's losing because you talked about Donovan lost $33 million. Is that right? Yeah, Donovan misses out on $33 million. Oh, geez, that's going to make you throw up. By not being listed on an all-NBA team. Same <laughs> thing with Jason Tatum. Yeah. Uh, 9463 says, I'm hopping on the Lou Dort hype train before most. I mean, his defense is better than Royce, and he can score a lot more as well. Two first-round picks for him. I think two first-round picks is too high. I think a first, a second, and a player. Off the bench. I don't know who you get To get Lou Dort? Yeah. I'd love to have Lou Dort. Is two firsts too high, though? I don't know that he's worth two firsts. So give me a one, a two, and a player off yeah, the bench? Maybe. Uh three, four, two, six. Wing players are a dime a dozen. Look how many wing players there are or there are in the NBA. And then look at how many top twenty five players are in the NBA. Uh yeah. Austin Rivers really does kind of interest me for some reason. I know he's a Jordan Clarkson. But he plays good defense, doesn't he? Um, he can, yeah, he can mix it up defensively. Just throw him in as a point guard. Let, let Jordan do his thing. Uh, one five seven zero. I think Hardway from Dallas is a free agent this year. I think that would be a decent pick. I'd love, love Tim uh Tim Hardway Jr. Now, how big is he? Oh shoot, you had to ask, huh? Yeah, I don't think he's big enough for what the Jazz would want. Hardway Jr. is. Six five two zero five. See, I think Jazz need to find someone that's like six seven, six eight. And then he says, uh, "Lowry, Kyle Lowry, Marcus, uh, or uh, Demar Derozan. Kyle Lowry being a great fit here. Demar Derozan would be interesting. I think Kyle Lowry would be a great playmaker score here for the Jazz, and he's healthy. Um, man, I would not mind Kyle Lowry. I think he's going to shoot for bigger pawns though." Yeah, I think a place like Lakers. Yeah, Lakers. Uh, big destination location. Going to go after him. Yeah, I'm trying to think where else. who else would need him. I'm about to say Golden State, but they don't need him. Um, shoot, Phoenix doesn't need him. Denver could use him. I mean, we don't know what Jamal Murray's situation is going to mm-hmm. be like. Yeah, true. Denver could be really interesting for him. though. He'd be a good fit over there as well. Chicago. Chicago would be a wonderful fit for him. Hey, who's Miami's point guard? Do you remember? Is it Hero or whatever? No, he's a shooter. What about Otto Porter? So I think the whole Otto Porter situation kind of sailed by three, four years ago. 
Um, I know they, they they were really desirous to have him uh, the year Gordon Hayward left. In fact, Gordon Hayward left uh, left the Jazz on hold so long that I mean they were in discussions with Otto Porter, and then all of a sudden, uh, I mean it just it, Gordon waited too long, and Otto Porter and I think I want to say he ended up in Washington. So, yeah, uh, I'm just trying to think. Otto Porter would be good, I, but again, I just think that that ship is still a little bit. Unless you can get him for a cheap contract, if he's willing to 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 uh, allow the money to you know go elsewhere. Uh, two, four, one, seven. Stop talking like we are done already. <laughs> I'm trying, dude. Two, four, one, seven. I really am trying. I swear. But okay, can can should we do the scale again, Eric? No, we'll wait for the second hour for the scale. Okay, we'll wait for the second hour. I mean, it is a therapy session. Let it all out. Safe place here in the full court press. But uh, man, it's it's hard not to feel. Doom and grim about what's, you know, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock in, inside the Staples Center. <laughs> uh, coaching change. I know we need to call time out here in the full court press, but there's another coach that's out in the NBA. Good for him, though. There's a pretty interesting field of opportunities for new coaches. Six spots are open now, right? So how many of them will be new coaches? How many of them will be... Recycled. Also Rans. Recycled. That's the problem is that there's too many recycles. Yeah, I that, agree. That's the biggest uh, it's, problem. It's a big frustration of mine. Who's that coach? We'll tell you about and what their future looks like. It's all coming up here on the Full Court Press. 106.9 FM and 1390 AM, The Fan. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. I don't like this at all for Browns. Like if I'm the Browns, I want the Texans first game this season. If I'm the Browns, I want the Broncos. I want the Giants. Like to me, that's what I I want a game that I'm just better than the other team and maybe get a road win out of it and get in, get out, and start out one and up. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from one to four on Sports Talk Radio, <laughs> 1069 FM, 1390 AM, the fan. Game time. Prime time. It's time. Time to buy a new Honda at your Utah Honda dealers. Unlike the competition, your Utah Honda dealers are loaded with new Honda CRVs, HRVs, Civics, Accords, Pilots, and more. And with used cars in high demand, your trade-in has never been worth more than right now. Honda is the most awarded brand of the last decade and most fuel-efficient automaker in America. Hurry, the 2021 Hondas are going fast. It's time to get to your Utah Honda dealers and utahhondadealers.com. Did you know you could do most of the rock, block, and paper projects around your home yourself? It's true, and Castellite and Logan can help. Their friendly, knowledgeable staff will help you on those projects and more. Why go anywhere else? You can find everything you need for rock, block, and paper projects under one roof at very competitive prices. Right here at Castellite and Logan. For brick, block, rock, paper, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. Happy Father's Day from Birch Creek Golf Course. For Dad this Father's Day, choose Birch Creek. Punch passes, gift certificates, and range passes are on sale for Father's Day and can be purchased online at birchcreekgolf.com with all purchases mailed to you for Father's Day. So for Dad this Father's Day, I invite you to choose birchcreekgolf.com or stop in the pro shop today. And happy Father's Day from your friends at Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithville. 
the new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full court press. Eric, we got to stay optimistic. We got to find a way. 448, your time here on 106 on FM, 1390 AM. The fan, Eric France and Amaje Salveson. Eric, you doing okay over there? Yeah, busy day today. You sure? That's yeah, I mean, good. You feeling all right? Busy is good. I know, I know, I know, really know everyone's a little bit of bleak and blue, but. Well, you know, yeah. It's going to be all right. We're a little down. We're a little down. We're not out, okay? Don't stop believing. That's right. I like that. It's yeah. true. Don't stop believing. Hey, uh, we got some texts that came through. I know we're going to talk uh, Mavericks coaching, but we'll, let's get through the text first. 435-339-0321-9463. The Suns literally paid cash for Tory Craig. That's actually true. Didn't have to give up anything, and he's exactly what we needed for that wing player. Yeah. Big whiff by the front office on that after Craig torched us in the playoffs last year. I would agree. Yeah, good yeah, point. No effort in that one. Uh, 1570, John Collins is also a restricted free agent. Is Really? Collins is, huh? Dude, he's going to get paid. Uh, who's who's the guy the Jazz had earlier in the year, and then they let go, and then somebody else picked him up? He was from Chicago. Oh, Shaq Harrison. Shaq Harrison. Didn't he end up in uh, Denver? I think so. I think. Uh, 3862, I know Ajo won't like this one, but Danny Green would be a great wing 3 and D guy with the championship experience to pick up for the Jazz. I love the 3 part of him. He's good. The defense, I mean... Sometimes I'm kind of like, dude, you've been hanging out with J.R. Smith, or what's your deal? Well, no? I worry. I wonder about his uh, age and long-term ability. Uh, 9948, at the start of the series, I said Rudy would be the deciding factor. I thought it would be for the Jazz and not the other way around. The Clippers are exploiting Gor- or Gobert. He has definitely been less than stellar. It's that small ball lineup. Just kicking the crap out of him. Eric is just eating him alive. <laughs> And, yeah. and Rudy's on left on an island, and he can't figure it out. Yeah, the, the switches have been tough. One of the listeners said he was running in circles. I couldn't agree more. Uh, two three zero five favors and Yang are not doing anything in the playoffs. Don't even don't they? Uh, uh, oh, don't they have anyone? Don't on have the bench anyone on that can, bench that can contribute? No, I mean, no, no I mean, not they in the playoffs. Played them enough. Yeah, it's not in the playoffs. You suddenly throw Juwan Morgan out there. They're going to hunt him on every possession. Yeah, and by the way, you said it yesterday, and you're so right, Eric. They're so good on switches. Like, aren't they? I mean, they just so, they get everything they want on a switch. Right, and I've seen some people saying, well, look, the Jazz played Morgan. He played a significant role in the playoffs last year. Well, they had no other option. Yeah. They had no other choice. They had to play him. They're given the option now that, that Favors can play that role and is a is a better rim protector. Now, can he do some things at a higher level than what he's done? Yes. But that again, that's another guy that's an aging veteran that the Jazz need to look at. Uh, let's see three, four, two, six. How about Duncan Robinson? I I would love Duncan out of Miami. Oh my gosh, I'd love him. I'd take Duncan Robinson all day. Is he a? Is he a D guy? I know yeah, he's a three yeah. guy, no, no, but no, I don't no, know right. if he's a D guy. I would say he's a D guy. I don't know if he's better than Royce, but he's about what you're getting out of Royce on the defensive end while being a better offensive player on the other side. 
Yeah, he to me, I I would think of him more as a uh, Joe Ingles replacement if you had to do that. Oh, don't tell Duncan that, dude. He'll lose his mind. One five seven zero text in. How many minutes did Favors get? Uh, six. Six. Yeah, that's great. one board, one steal. That's just flipping. One turnover, great. two personal fouls. Uh, three 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 one text into the show. The Jazz cannot and shouldn't win a championship with this weak team. Compared to the Stockton Malone era, this team is a joke. Wow. Okay, I need you to sit down, and I want you to count to 10 with me. So I Deep just want to know what makes this team weak. I think mentally. I is think, it a mental thing? I do. I think it's a mental thing. I think. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's a killer, right? He's an assassin. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think a lot of these guys are not mentally tough. I mean, Donovan's the lone exception to that comment, though. Uh, 2417, Favors hasn't protected anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, when Patrick Beverly's throwing cheap shots at him, it's kind of hard, man. Okay, how does... I know. How does Royce get called for a flagrant for coming up on uh, Paul George's neck and his head, and something happens later in the game to the same degree, and it's, oh, no, it's common foul. I know. I, I said the exact same thing, and with just more bad words. Four zero eight six. How about one of the Ball brothers? No, no, please no. I'm not a fan of Lonzo. I'm sorry, Lamelo. Yeah, but Melo Lamelo's really young. He's I think Lonzo's player. actually been improving his game and improving his shot. Um, where's he at? Isn't he in New Orleans? Oh yeah, he is, dude. That's see, that's what happened. Like, and he went from being like the number one pick to being like, where's he at now? <laughs> Uh, three, four, two, six. I think they just lack the killer instinct. They're good until the pressure hits them, and then they fold like a deck of cards. That's true. I mean, look, even like those Jerry Sloan teams. Just, I mean, it was grit and grind through every ad- adversity possible, and, and then they played and they played hard. Um, yeah, that's he's not wrong. Three, 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 one isn't entirely wrong. Uh, let's take a break. We have to take one more break. 93 seconds. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the first hour. We're going to talk coaching changes in the NBA. Got another one that's headed out uh, the door. Uh, we'll do our pick six. We'll talk some more NBA basketball um, and much, much more here on the Full Court Press. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. 
This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We think it's time for a little fun. This year we want to celebrate Father's Day with a special contest just for the dads. Bring in your ugliest tie to Daryl's for the chance to win a DJI Mini 2 drone. Stop in, leave that ugly tie, and you might win. Ties will be accepted from June 1st to June 12th. Voting on the ugliest tie will begin online June 13th to 19th. We'll announce the winner on Father's Day, June 20th. Happy Father's Day and good luck. Daryl's Appliance, West on Airport Road. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Full Court Press, wrapping up the first hour here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, Let's see, 9315, does the NBA really want the Jazz in the Western Conference Finals? No. That's why we're down three games to two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nine nine four eight. Really quickly, I think every player on this Jazz team knows Conley is letting them down. I think Snyder mentioning how strong Mitchell is and how he's playing hurt was a jab at Mr. Gobert himself, Mike Conley as well. We said we wouldn't talk about Mike Conley, so we're not going to do it. <laughs> we're we going to hold strong to the iron rod. All right, we're going to uh, take a break. We'll come back in the second hour. More Jazz talking. More of your text coming up here on one hundred six NFM thirteen ninety AM. The fan. Nine. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Nobody likes when somebody says, I told you so. But I think LeBron James has the right in this case. Before the season, he criticized the NBA for condensing the offseason during the pandemic. Earlier this week, he reminded everyone of that and said, that's the reason we're seeing so many stars go down with injuries. The NBA started the season just 71 days after the Lakers won last season's title. The league defended itself by saying the injury rates are normal. But the impact of health issues on teams during the playoffs seems more significant than usual. It's hard to even attempt traditional basketball analysis because series are going to change on a dime when somebody goes down. Maybe it's pronounced because it's such an even field this year. If only a couple of powerhouses really have a chance to win, it doesn't matter how many teams are banged up. But now it's wide open. And it feels like the team that stays the healthiest has the best chance to win it all. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With their new Epic Drivers... There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France and Amaje Salveson. Now we're number two on the way here on a Thursday, June 17th. What? Uh-oh. No way. Uh-oh. No way. Is that the wind share for Utah State? Yes. Shut up. No. No way. Is it brutal? Uh, who, who are these guys? <laughs> Who's putting this together? so <laughs> <laughs> Caesar Sportsbook by William Hill. I I know we had hey, things to talk about. Do not make fun of Caesars. And to tease, but at the top of the hour, we just heard that. He's one of the great about Romans. About are out. Clemson, Alabama, they lead all of college football. So I thought, oh, look that up. Do they just have Power 5 schools, or uh, do they have everybody? Oh, they have everybody. 
So I have Clemson and Alabama at 11 and a half. That's what they're predicting, how many wins they'll get. Uh, of Mountain West Conference teams, Boise State is the highest at nine. And I'm not going to go through all the Mountain West Conference teams, but I'm like, okay, where's Utah State on this list? Scrolling, scrolling. Anyone. Scrolling. Bueller, getting anyone. lower. Scrolling. Scrolling. Like, near the bottom. They got Utah State at three. Oh, nice. We'll take the over. Three? Utah State's going to win more than three games. You think so? You yes. haven't seen the team play? I've seen them in spring practices. I know the transfers that have come in, the super seniors that are coming back. Sure. I'm just kidding. I'm taking three as well. I'm taking the over. I think this. I think it's a bowl eligible team. Oh yeah, I think I said they were going to like finish like seven and five. That might have been too optimistic. But uh, they've got UNLV at one and a half. That's that's the lowest Mountain West school. Um, yeah, not a lot of respect for the Mountain West. Colorado State at four and a half. New Mexico at four and a half. Utah State at a three. Yikes! It's just wow. Someone hasn't been doing the research. Fresno State at a six. Uh, Hawaii at six. Air Force six and a half. I thought you weren't going to go through the whole entire Mountain West. San Diego State six and a half. <laughs> I'll stop. Uh, for those keeping track, BYU is at six and a half, and Utah is at eight and a half. Dude, Utah's going to be a really, really, really good football team this year. They're, they've got some return. I mean, they're going to be a legit good team. I think they could be competing for a conference championship. Uh, Especially with what's going on with the Arizona State. Oh, heavens, yes, absolutely. All right, it's the Full Court Press, Eric France and Amaje Salveson. If you want to be a part of our show, you can text in to our text line, which is open for you. Big thanks to Gil Mortgage for being a part of our uh, show and sponsoring our text line, which is 435 435- Three three nine zero three two one again four three five three three nine zero three two one. A reminder that Gill Mortgage is doing a uh, charity golf tournament. It's the first one that they're doing, um, and it's they're looking for teams as well. One thousand dollars for a four man scramble that includes your green tees. I don't even know what that means. Uh, balls, um, cart, lunch, the shebang. Uh, so a grand for four man scramble, really great deal, and, and, and something cool to be a part of. Five hundred dollars for a whole sponsor, and then a hundred dollars for a raffle entry. If you want to do something for that, here's where the proceeds go: Logan and Cash uh, County Police Department, Logan and Cash County Fire Department, the Cash County Search and Rescue Team, um, uh, the wonderful men and women who serve the county and the area and the valley. We appreciate them so very much. Uh, we get a chance to show our appreciation, and, and Gilmore is putting together a really great cause. June 29th is when it is, 9 a.m. Um, you get to go be a part of something great. If you have any questions, call AJ uh, at Gilmortgage or, or email A Otley. That's A O T T L E Y at Gilmortgage.net. 435-339-0321. Jazz lose last night. I'm going to say it again. This is a therapy session. Let it out. It's a safe place. But. Per Eric's demands, we will not talk anything about Conley's health. Uh, I said I'm not. Oh, Eric's not. uh, If you want to, I can't stop you. (laughs) I'm not the one pushing the buttons today. Uh, But uh, it it makes zero sense for me to have that discussion today. Okay. 
Okay, well, Eric, I'm I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to have that discussion with you. I know you've had a really busy day. You're a little bit wired, a little bit tired. Okay, we'll be all right. 3426. As of Friday, I'm ready to move on to baseball. That saddens my heart immensely, but sometimes the truth hurts and you got to have to you got to have a rebound. Uh I let's 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 take out the rebound part and let's put in relief pitcher. You got to have a relief pitcher. Got to go to the bullpen. All right, bring in the Cubs. And then in September, you're going to need another relief pitcher. <laughs> let's let's enjoy the Cubs while we can, shall oh, geez, we? Listen to you. Who One, knows what's going to happen in a month? One, five, three, four. Oh, based on my uh, music choice on that final segment, nice Nelly Furtado music. I love Nelly Furtado. Dude, that album was her best album, too, without a doubt. Promiscuous Girl, Say It Right, All Good Things Come to an End. That was easily her best album. You need to listen to that, Eric. I think you'd really you'd get a good kick out of that. Oh, I will definitely make a note of that. Uh, 9948, if we refer to Conley as Gerber Baby, can we talk about him? <laughs> Wait, what, is, what does Gerber Baby mean? Gerber Baby. Do you know what okay. that means? Well, it was the, uh, the logo on Gerber, like baby food. This is a little baby. Oh, dude. I used to cram that stuff, man. Until what? Just two weeks ago? Banana? Um, they had like the carrot food one. Oh, dude, I love that. I used to cram <laughs> that stuff. Like nobody's biz. 1570. All I can say is Colin better play tomorrow, even if he's 80 to 90%. This will be the last game if he doesn't play. No sense of saving anything for the next round because there won't be one if he, di- if he sits. I agree. If he sits, we're done. I, I feel the same way. If Mike Conley does not play, the series is over. If he does, the Jazz will have a chance. They'll give themselves a chance. Uh, yeah, he's got to play tomorrow or else you're going to be going 1-2-3 Cancun uh, as your final huddle of the season in the fourth quarter. Again, 119-111. Paul George was just spectacular last night. In fact, Eric, uh, I know there's been a lot of... Uh, banter back and forth if you want to call it that between Paul George and uh, Jazz Nation but Paul George uh, spoke about that and uh, actually ironically he was positive about the Utah Jazz crowd and that he uh, appreciates him as well. You love it as hostile as it is as much as um, they're against me um, they're against me for the right reasons you know they they love their team uh, they're a passionate uh, community passionate state uh, of their basketball, um, it gets no better. Um, you know when it comes to to you know that that energy and and, and you know how loud as this this crowd gets, they're up there with the best of them. So um, it's 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 fun. I enjoy it. I look forward to it. Um, you know it's a, it's a pleasure to be able to play in front of these fans. You know it's like when when your girlfriend breaks up with you. But then tells our friends how incredible of a man you are. Paul George puts up 39 points on us and then comes out and says, I love the Utah Jazz crowd. They're great. I love it. <laughs> it's I'm, really easy it, to it, say after fun. you just got a win. I'm like, you know what? Road. PG, fine. That, that just sucks. Uh, again, hey, it's a therapy session for the Utah Jazz fans. 435 Text in. Give us your feels. How you feeling about tomorrow night? Or you do you even care? Are you like three, four, two, six, and you're gonna be watching baseball? You ready to move on to uh, spike ball on ESPN? Cornhole, the ACL uh, cornhole championships coming up. Soon. ESPN Ocho. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you've got the uh, weightlifting competitions coming up. 
World Championships. Are you are you ready to move on from that? Uh, so yeah, let's see. Let's hear it from you. Uh, let's see. Uh, do, do, do. wow, boy, they're coming in quick and hot here. Let me see if I make sure I got the right ones though. One five. Nope, just kidding. I'll see. Yeah, four three four eight. He says at this point, I think we just need to accept it for what it is. While Rudy's a great defensive player, he can never push us over the top. Donovan isn't healthy, and Mike is more worried about longevity than winning the series. We will lose to the Clippers in the next game, and unfortunately the window is closing for the Utah Jazz because of all the rising stars in the West. Mike Conley is aging. I suspect we will be a 4C next year at best. This isn't an overreaction, but this was our year if we were going to make it to the finals. I agree. Like, if there was a year we were going to make it, it was this year. Yeah, this year that's been as wide open as it's been in a long time. Uh, yep, Absolutely. Uh, 3170 text in. Is it worth winning this round to face the Suns? Thoughts? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Is it worth winning this round to face the Suns? Yeah. Yes. Because I think they could beat the Suns. Is I, it worth I, winning I, I, any round to advance to go deeper into the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Every day. Absolutely. Even on Sunday. 2776. Audrey was right, everybody. Jazz suck. Team should move. <laughs> Okay, so there's some rumors floating that the Pelicans, they ha their deal with their arena expires, I think, in 2024. And there may be some thought about moving the team and leaving New Orleans. It, it's probably for the best. New Orleans doesn't care about basketball. Not since the Pete Maravich days. I'm being dead serious. Well, they they've had a hard care. time. When they, they had the, the Hornets there, and then they left. So they oh, well, that was fun when we had basketball, wasn't it? Yeah, let's bring the team <laughs> back again. <laughs> and then they had like Chris Paul. They were great. I mean, that 2009 year, they went to the Western Conference Finals. Or no, Western Conference. Uh, no, they went to the Western Conference Finals, I think, and uh, lost to the uh, Lakers. Yeah, I mean, they were good back then. Now they're just, mm, yeah. Uh, six seven eight nine text in says Conley's, Conley's injury prone seasons. Can we keep him for less for another couple of seasons? Give us a little more room to bring in another role player, but we still get his veteranness. Yes, I think they resign him for less money. Now he's due for thirty four point one. I think they're going to try and chop it in half and try to work away in that contract, not to give him the veteran minimum of the ten million in three years, but something that is a bit more um, middle of the road. That is financially stable for the team to be able to sign more guys. I could easily see the easily see the Jazz trying to give offer him like fifteen to eighteen million. Yeah, yep, fifteen would but be perfect. If you get him, great. If you'll agree to that, yeah, you keep him. Sure, he's a veteran. He's a good player. Um, and if he's that frees up some cash to help you get somebody else to kind of learn under him to play when he's not available. Uh, two three zero five. If you would please compare the Clipper lineup to the Jazz lineup and see how many people from the Jazz would be on your team out of the first seven players. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I'll take Donovan Mitchell. Um, who's the shooting guard? I'd have to look that up. Now I gotta look that up. Actually, so I'll take. Actually, no. Donovan Mitchell is your shooting guard. So you got to look at point guard. Are you taking Mike Conley or Reggie Jackson? Mike Conley. I'm taking Reggie Jackson. 
Uh, da, da, da. And then who else? We, we have small forward, right? Because you're, te- you're taking Donovan Mitchell as well, right? Yes. I'm not going crazy there. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'll take... Well, their shooting guard is Paul George. I still take Donovan I Mitchell. I still take Donovan Paul Mitchell. George. Yeah, I'll take Donovan Mitchell. Happily. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Would it be Royce O'Neal or Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> Next. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Joe. No, just kidding. Well, Joe Ingles started last night. Joe Ingles and who? Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann. I take Joe Ingles. I take Joe. Is that crazy of us to say? No. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not going crazy. Uh, Patrick Beverly or Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. I'm taking P. Bev. Dude, he's a he's a warrior on defense. Uh, and then finally, yeah, uh, but I think the sixth man of the year was a flamethrower. It gives you twenty to twenty-five off the bench, off of thirty shots every night, off of thirty shots, and can't play defense. He's not a total liability on defense. Oh, was last night. Uh, we're not going to discuss the center position because that doesn't need to be discussed in any way, shape, or form. Huh. Uh, am I missing anybody here? Well, Batum or Morris at the power forward. Over who? Over Bogey? Boyan. I take uh oh, dude. And O'Neal. I'm not taking Royce O'Neal. Shoot, man. Who do you take? Marcus? I mean, I'm I'd probably take Boyan because he's more consistent. Morris is having a great run here, but he's consistent that that's not consistently what he gives you. That's not a regular performance or outcome from Morris. I'm taking Bogey. I just I, I, I sit well with Bogey. Yeah, I'm taking Bo. Happily. Uh we got a slew of text coming in. Thank you guys. Keep it coming. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. It's always great to have you a part of our show. One five seven zero. Oh, this sounds depressing. All I've got to look forward is NFL, but I'm a Raiders fan, so that isn't going to be great. The Jazz were my only hope for a good ending. Hey, you know what? Believe, all right? Derek Carr's not quarterback. Over. Yeah, and well, our series isn't over yet. 2417 said it. Quit acting like it's already done. It's not. Every game is its own thing. Has the grave been dug? Yes. Is there a headstone made? Yes. Eric and I will give our eulogies on Monday. Yes. Actually, we'll probably give them tomorrow because we already know we're going to lose. But we have our eulogies. <laughs> Hang <right>? on now. <laughs> Five eight seven nine. We wore ourselves out getting this the one seed this season. We need to be like other teams and only make our hardest push during the playoffs. Interesting. Well, I don't know if the Jazz wore themselves out, but certainly like they had to go a long stretch without Donovan Mitchell at the end. Um, Mike Connolly had some injuries late. Um I I don't think the Jazz were like trying to kill themselves to ensure that number one seed. Um, but it's tough. I mean, home court is important until it's not. And last night it wasn't important. didn't matter. And I think that's kind of what Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, some of these guys, they're like, I don't, doesn't matter where we're seated. We'll win games at home or on their way uh, on the road. Uh, what's most important is our health and that we have fuel in the tank. 
So uh, if the Clippers go deep, then everybody's going to be adopting that model at a greater degree than what they have been. The card out it gives me hope. Like I was a little kid again, and I walk up those great stairs and find the card I wanted. The card addict says, the next two games are scheduled to be on ESPN. The series is going seven, guaranteed. ESPN won't turn that money down. <laughs> I kind of actually think so, too. Follow I, the Benjamins. Yeah, come on. Give them the presidential flashcards. I love it. Uh, 9310, do you think we'll ever see a or no, excuse me, uh, where is our next point guard? Lonzo Ball? Bringing Neto back? Neto's a backup guy. He'll never be a starting point guard. Yeah, agreed. He's good at getting you in your offense, but he can't do much else for you. I, I, Lonzo Ball, you've talked about the improvements of him, especially on the shooting end. Maybe. Yeah, he's really evolved his shot. Imagine him and Dwayne Lonzo or uh, Lavar Ball and Dwayne Wade sitting on the same sideline together. Oh boy, that could be interesting. Uh, two four one seven. As a true Jazz fan, since I was eight and I'm forty nine now, I won't give up this year until the last buzzard. All right. By I the like way, it. See, among that- among point guards, Lonzo Ball is third. <laughs> Excuse me, in real plus minus. Really? Just ahead of Mike Connolly, who is fourth. Wow. Very close. Hey, I love the optimism, 2417. Okay? Not giving up. You've been through a lot as a Jazz fan, too. I mean, from 8 to 49 years old, you've been through a ton. God bless you. 8920. Uh, what difference would it make if Gobert was an offensive threat and could dribble the ball? He needs to work on his short game to help the Jazz take the next step. You know, and, and absolutely. And I know we kind of spoke in spades about it, Eric, but it's often, and you said it so well, his post game is, is predicated on one move and one move only, and it's not even that aggressive. Right, he has to be within three feet of the rim. Like, he doesn't have a, a stand-up jump shot. He can't play with his back to the basket. You look at some of the other great centers in the league, they'll have that move. You know, they'll have some offensive skill set you get the ball to them five feet from the rim, and they can put the ball on the ground, do a drop step, do something, and get a basket. Rudy can't. Can't do that. Yeah, Joel Embiid is so... Man, watching Joel Embiid play last night, I was like, man, if Rudy could do that, oh, we would be unstoppable. I, we'd be so good. 2083. Patrick Beverly averages eight and a half, or about just under nine points a game, 8.8 exactly, he says, for his career per game. You take him over the sixth man of the year? Turn your microphone off, AJ. <laughs> Listen, I, I like his and I like his defensive ability. Jordan Clarkson isn't horrible defensively. But I, I like the defensive ability of Patrick Beverly. Yeah, but when you have a second unit out, you know you've got a, an, offensive an offensive threat. Yeah, but the guy shoots twenty seven shots a game. <sighs> I, I'm telling you, man. Like, why are we so caught up in Shot because, attempts. dude, he's like, oh, you're like, well, he scores 24. Well, he shot 27 shots. I hope he scored 24. It's when, look, if you need offense, it's someone you can turn to. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine. How many times last night did we see Rudy get ISO drawn out, then drove on to pull to pull help D, then uh, uh, pass to the open man a lot, and you're gonna see it a lot the rest of the way. Yeah, the, Quinn Snyder and that Jazz uh, def- uh, coaching staff, they've got to figure out what they're doing defensively with Rudy Gobert better and with the switches because 
The Clippers are just exploiting Utah. They're not switching properly. Sometimes they're dropping into the right place, um, but they're not communicating. You have multiple guys coming. You had uh, Royce O'Neal just kind of walking away from a from a screen. It's just, yeah, they've got to work on a lot. Uh, and then he continues to 6, 7, 8, 9. Also, here's what I don't get. Rudy could never work on his, on his defensive game again and be fine. Spend the rest of your flipping career working on an offensive game and your value will go up tremendously. It's crazy to me. It's like Donovan working on dunks for the next five years. <laughs> not not entirely false. Uh, let's see here. 1570 text into the show, Eric. I would like to see how Trent Forrest improves over the next couple of seasons. I See, I agree. I think Forrest could be valuable. I think that's true. I mean, he showed some promise. I mean, early on when they had to go to him, he was rusty. And, oh, my gosh, this guy, he, ooh, we're going to him out of desperation. But as games went on and they used him more because they needed to, he improved. Uh, I mean, his outside shot needs a lot of work. Um, but I thought his control of running the offense and being a, a help on defense – those were some good things, some real positive things that I saw out of him. 2305, who is our Reggie Jackson and Patrick Beverly in addition to their two superstars? Uh, we don't have Jordan him. Clarkson. And Boyan. Oh, dude, that's not a great comparison. Well, I mean. <laughs> Boyan just put up 32 last night. He scored like. Ten in the oh, second he half. Shot, how many shot attempts did he make? Yeah, well, I mean that is true too. But no, I mean he was great. But I, I mean, Reggie Jackson. By the way, what the fetch, man? Come on, Eric. He's been great for them. Holy cow! I remember like three months ago when him and like he didn't even know the offense and it was a mess. And you know what? Detroit's probably watching that, thinking you disgust me. Oh man. Uh one one eight one text in. What about Patty Mills for a backup to Colleen next year? I think he is a free agent this offseason. He is, isn't he? If I'm not mistaken, Patty Mills is. I would not be surprised if he's stuck in Spurs Town as long as Popovich is there though. I love Patty and I love I mean I would adore to have Patty Mills as a backup point guard here. Patty Mills and Real Plus Minus among point guards okay. is forty fifth. I still like him. I mean, I, I really do. I love Patty Mills, man. All day. I think he brings a great presence to the court, has some energy. Hal Neto, by the way, we're talking about him. He's 50th. Really? Wow. Goodness gracious. Uh, let's see here. 6, 7, 8, 9. Uh, sorry, past that one. 4, 3, 4, 8. Uh, oh, the Jazz. They tear my heart like Taz. We believe in Rudy. He now plays like Judge Judy. Royce O'Neal, we thought we had a deal, but it just isn't real. Then there is Mitchell. His play can make my twitchel. Mike Conley had his fold, but he is too old. Another year of hopes dashed by our dopes. Oh, the jazz. Oh, the jazz. Wow. That is, you know wow. what? I just, yes, oh, that's a yeah, slow clap. There we go. I love that. I love. Impressive. I should have I turned on some uh, rap some time. music. Yeah. I like it. Eric, you just about caused a car accident when I snorted and laughed when you asked AJ mockingly how many shot attempts. <laughs> you don't understand, all right, Eric? You don't mock you don't mock my theory. This guy just about got in a car accident. Stop it. Come uh, on. That's good stuff. Be more considerate. Uh two three oh five. 
With the new ownership, the Jazz shouldn't worry about the luxury to ask if they wanted to win. They have to spend like big teams do. That's true. Here's the problem, though. You're already going to hit the luxury tap. I mean, you're already going to turn on that faucet, and it's going to be running. I don't know how much more money you can spend unless you take unless you take out Mike Conley out of the picture, Eric. Well, I think this is always kind of funny to hear people talk about the luxury tax and these um, wealthy team owners. Yeah. Uh, on the one hand, they look at these team owners, and these are billionaires or multimillionaires, hundreds of millions of dollars. They've got big, deep pockets. And so they just think, well, of course they'll pay the tax. They can spend the tax. It doesn't mean anything. They've got the money to spend. But they conveniently forget these are wealthy people and very successful at what they do because they find ways of not having to pay tax like that. Amen. I mean, you, you don't run a successful business if you're always having to pay like one and a half times what you should pay. So, look, I think there's a there is a case to be made that you do get a return to some degree if you're going deep into the playoffs, if you have a star that is very marketable, that it's worth going over and paying a tax. But I think you have to be smart in how it's done. Ryan Smith and the Utah Jazz organization and the Millers before, they didn't make their money from having to pay $75 million that they didn't have to pay. And that's what the Jazz would ha- would be facing if they uh, bring Connolly back with his uh, contract like it is and a few other uh, uh, tax payments are going to hit them for going over. Uh, 2603 text in. Right now, I would tell Niang, Ferris, and Royce to show up in, in street clothes tomorrow night because they haven't shown up anyways. Can't really disagree with that at all. Clint Payne texted in. Audrey's game is all about shot attempts. So why is he all of a sudden concerned about that? Because I go 12 of 12 from the field. Jordan Clarkson goes 12 of 30 from the field and he scores 25 points. And Eric's like, wow, he is really just dialed out out there. He's shooting lights out. 30 or 25 points, man. I mean, come on now. 7854. Just be glad we're not Philadelphia. Oh, dude. I'm. I mean, we said in the first hour, Eric, if Santa Claus shows up into the basketball court or if he's showing up at people's doorsteps, they're going to be throwing snowballs at him again in the winter. Uh, let's see, 2305. What's the point of having a team then if you're not going to compete with the teams that you have to win or that you have to to win? Look at Golden State, what, they, what they're going to have to spend next year to be competitive. Yeah. I don't know what Golden State's going to have to spend to be competitive. I know they they don't have much. They're they're trying to develop some guys. Um, they don't have a heck of a whole lot there behind Steph and Draymond and. I mean, I guess, but there are some younger players that are kind of coming along. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the Jazz. If you want to have a, a great, deep, solid team, that's not cheap to do. No, no. And, if you the young guys that you've been drafting and trying to develop aren't developing at a fast enough pace, you have to do something trouble. different. Yep, absolutely. I mean, look at the Jazz roster outside of your your main six. George Yang, are we committed to George Yang long term? Is that the answer? Derek Favors. 
I think he helps in a lot of different ways. This series, it's not been great. Mie Oni, he's been with the Jazz for a couple years. Is that is he a future guy, 3 and D guy? Brantley, Morgan, Holy Thomas, smokes. Forrest. Those are some young guys that are on the roster, but they don't contribute. But the Jazz has an organization. They have to go young and try to develop them within their system. At least traditionally they have. Maybe Ryan Smith's going to take a different approach. But they've had to draft young or trade young to get young guys and develop them themselves and work them into rotational guys before they become stars uh, or role players at, yeah. le- at the very least. That's a good point. 2305, you need to check out their salary. Curry, Thompson, Green, Aubrey. That's just for uh, this year, I think, plus Wiggins. So I just looked at their salary. And I think 2305 does have a point. <laughs> Eric, for this year alone, $171 million. Now, it goes down to $161 million next year. Um, as of right now, it's $101 million in 22-23. Of course, that will add back up after you resign some guys from bird right contracts and whatnot. But Curry's getting paid $43 million this year. Clay Thompson, 35. Clay Thompson's numbers are going to go down a little bit financially as well, just based on his injury issues. Uh, Jordan Poole, by the way, I was just looking at him. He's making $2 million right now. And he's making two, like $2.1 million next year. I say that because 9310 text in, can we get Jordan Poole from the Warriors? They might be willing to part with Clay coming back. Amen. I'll take Jordan Poole. Uh, what, what's his position? Is he a uh, shooting guard? Yeah, Jordan Poole is a... Let me make sure I got this right. Yeah, he's a guard. 6'4", uh, okay. six, four, six, four, Uh, He is 16th among shooting guards in real plus minus. I'll take it. For what it's worth. I'll take it. Jordan Poole would be a great addition to this team. Uh, really quick before we go to break, and keep your texts coming, by the way, 435-339-0321. Jazz, you got to face a daunting game six inside the Staples Center tomorrow night. Mike Conley's listed as questionable. We'll see if he ends up playing. Uh, in fact, we'll see if he ends up traveling, actually, I guess is the question. Hey, um, quick, just one more thing on salary, sorry. Yeah, no, please go ahead. Uh, according to basketball reference, Utah... Uh, Utah Jazz team salary this year, $133.4 million. Okay. Golden State's team salary this year. $171, isn't it? Uh, I'm, what I'm seeing is one sixty nine five. dollars Oh, that's because they didn't uh, – they let go of somebody too. Who the heck was it? I don't remember. That's right. So they lost like two point five million off the books. Well, I, I mean, they took two point five million off the books. Yeah, but what, they've, they've got they've got a couple of guys that are taking some yeah. pretty pretty serious salaries. But they're worth it. Steph Curry's worth that Steph, money, man. Steph Clay, Andrew Wiggins. Is Wiggins is not worth that money. Draymond Green. He's worth that money. And Kelly Oubre is making fourteen. Dude, I don't know how. I don't know who his agent is, but he needs a raise, like twenty percent raise. I don't know how he continues to do it. Uh, Eric, really quickly, in the coaching tree amongst the NBA coaches, we have another one that has come and gone. Rick Carlisle has announced, or at least has told Mark Cuban in the Dallas office, he will not return back to the Dallas Mavericks after 13 seasons and one NBA championship. Remember that he beat 
the LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh led led Miami Heat in 2011 uh, with Dirk Nowitzki and co. And then uh, now Luka Doncic is now their star player, but him and Luka were not getting along well, actually, at all. In fact, during games, huddles, timeouts, even on the court during play. Uh, so Rick uh, has a call it quits with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, that opens, I think that's a sixth spot that's open now in the NBA coaching rings, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. It's really too bad the Clippers rallied in that uh, Oh, dude, I would have loved to series. play the Mavericks. Would have been Ma- so much better against Amen. Dallas. Yep, we would have been done. We would have been looking at the Western Conference Finals game one. I mean, they they, they didn't stand a chance against us. Is Rick Carlisle done, though? No, I think he comes back. I think he takes a year off, though. See, and here's the... I think Rick Carlisle would be a great analyst. Yeah, he's done that before. Yeah, I think he'd be a great analyst for NBA ESPN, for TNT, and hopefully boot Doris Burke out, or Greg Anthony. Please boot Greg Anthony out. (laughs) I would love to see him uh, be an NBA analyst again for maybe a couple years. Take some time off. Rest yourself. I doubt he'll go on the road. He'll probably be a studio analyst. Which, and that'd be great, too. I think he'd be great in the studio. Oh, my gosh, I'd watch them. Jalen Rose, uh, Chauncey Billups, and Rick Carlisle would be great. Better than Shaq and Charles and Kenny. Any day. Absolutely. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, we got our pick six. It's all coming up here on the Full Court Press. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. I'm already seeing some people saying we should put asterisks on this playoffs. If you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. Jerry Sloan always hated it when a star player from another team went down. He had that same attitude. I don't want anybody taking away from what my team accomplished. Well, but you beat that team but that guy wasn't available. That always drove Coach Sloan nuts, and I think Quinn Snyder's the same way. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Celebrate Father's Day this year with a clock or watch from Essie Needham Jewelers. Choose from Cash Valley's largest selection of quality timepieces. Give Dad a Swiss-made watch from Tissot, or keep him young with a trendy watch made by Fossil. Or consider the gift of pens, cufflinks, money clips, or other men's accessories. On this Father's Day, we pay tribute to the generations of fathers at S.C. Needham Jewelers and all fathers on this Father's Day. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacy. $500 Pharmacies. for a whole spot. Often, commercial drugs don't meet I the full-court press, Eric France, and Amaje Salveson. If you fillers or dyes, need a unique strength or something that is unavailable. Play the series is Compounding over. medicine is how One, five, seven, zero. Began. All I've I get compounded meds for over 30 years. My labs are state-of-the-art and conform oh, to the dude, highest standards. Just two weeks ago? Banana? Compounded accurately and oh, dude. 994 treatments don't work well. As Gerber baby. There's a better, more Can we talk about him? Alternative <laughs> Wait, what is for you? My, uh, if you live in the south end of the valley, Can't no stop doubt you. you've noticed the historical <laughs> so Hiram Greenery taking an important role in our new Cash Valley Bank location. I'm Catherine Buse, branch manager. Keeping in touch with our history while looking to the future is part of Cash Valley Bank's mission. Hiram is Cash Valley Bank's seventh location in the valley. Join us for food and giveaways as we celebrate our Hiram branch grand opening June 26th. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
Serta, FlexSteel, Bassett, Lazy Boy, Lexington, Bernhardt. Shop all the best brand names in furniture and mattresses and pay what employees pay at Fisher Home Furnishings. TV consoles from $199 to $899. Every five-piece bedroom group, $999. A queen pillow top mattress with adjustable base, just $599. Employee pricing is store-wide, including the appliance and flooring departments. Northern Utah's largest selection and largest in-stock inventory. Employee pricing for everyone at Fisher Home Furnishings. And shop anytime online at fisherhf.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fan, thanks for joining us, however, wherever you're doing. So 6891, text in. When the Jazz lose this series, how hot is Snyder's, Snyder's coaching seat for next season? It's warm, not hot. I agree. Because of the Connolly injury and the uh, Mitchell injury, it won't, be, it won't be as warm. Yeah, I would agree. As you may suspect, it could be. Yeah. Uh, Eric, it's time for a pick six. Let's get to it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say when I hear that. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure how to start Not exactly that. quite how we lined it out, but we really didn't give them a whole lot of direction either. So. <laughs> But anyway, pick six time. The six things we think might happen this weekend. I pick three things. IJ picks three things. You're welcome to play along at home with uh, what we think might happen. Um, so I won last week. Oh, you did. So you get a pick. So I'm going to defer. Ah! You will You will set the, the, the first three, and I'll clean up with the last three. Okay. Paul George, tomorrow night, 25 and a half points over under. Um, 25 and a half. Yeah, that's low, huh? Um, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Uh, Sixers, Hawks tomorrow. Julian Bede. No, excuse me. Uh, missed free throws from Ben Simmons. Nine and a half over under. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Nine and a half? Yeah. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. Dude, they're going to foul him because they know at home in Atlanta, he's going to have to shoot a lot of free throws. Okay. Uh, and then Jordan Clarkson shot attempts. <laughs> it's all about the attempts. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll go 22 and a half. <laughs> 22 and a half. I'm going to go under. He's going to chuck it. I'm going to go under. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you and I are kind of on the same wavelength with Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons made free throws. 
Hopefully. In game six. Okay. Four and a half. Over. I think he gets five. Okay. <laughs> I think he squeaks by. I'm going to take the under. Um, Euro 2020. England and Scotland face each other. Big historic match. What are you doing? You do this all the time. England by one and a half. I, uh, let's, let's go over. I'm going to take the under. Just because I've already taken under with everything else. Uh, the last one. Um, Utah Jazz at the Clippers by two and a half. Uh, wait, Utah Jazz at the Clippers by two and a half? Yes. So Jazz winning by two and a half? Jazz win at the Clippers oh. by two and a half. Under. This is where I'm going to break and actually take the over. We need a tiebreaker. Yeah. So since you won, what is it? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, let's say on Saturday. Okay. Cardinals are at the Braves. It's on Fox. Okay. Who wins? Just pick the winner. Cardinals or Braves? Just because I'm a Braves guy and I got to stay loyal. This is Saturday. I'm going to say Braves. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Ah, two four one seven says Braves. Eat it, Eric. Cardinals are thirty five and thirty three. Braves are thirty and thirty five. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a good day. Someone's gonna throw the ball well. Someone's gonna swing it well. Someone's gonna catch it well. Adam Wainwright on the mound for the Cardinals. Ah, fetch, dude. Come on, Drew you Smiley. Gotta, you got to tell me that before we do it, man. Drew Smiley. For the Braves. You got to tell me who's pitching before. No, I don't. No, yes, you do. You get the tiebreaker. Who's going to win the game? That's a tiebreaker. It's an ink. It's already down. Pray like heck that we don't go to have to go to overtime for the tiebreaker, dude. I'm going <laughs> to scream my life out if we do. I'm telling you. That sucks. Oh, 2417. Still Braves. Okay. <laughs> Still Braves. We got, <laughs> All right. We, I've a got fan. a shot. A I've fan. got a shot. Yes. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. I'm going to step out for the evening. Eric, enjoy the rest of yours. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll have some optimism as the Clippers and the Mavericks, or not Clippers and the Jazz, get going uh, for game six. Uh, coming back, though, Aggies got a basketball game coming up. Yeah, huh? there's some Aggie news with basketball, and there's uh, some news regarding the Mountain West with football that could be kind of funny, kind of hilarious, actually. <laughs> or does it cheapen the game? I don't know. We'll, che- we'll get your cheap opinion on literally, it. too, by the way. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I think that they should do weight division, like boxing, heavyweight, light, heavy. If you had weight division, and let's say those over 235 pounds are in the heavyweight division, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody, probably in the world, faster than DK Metcalf at that at that song. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. 
This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? We all know moms rule the world, but dads are important too. Do something special for dad this Father's Day. Pick him out a watch to fit his personality from Jerex. We feature watches by Citizen, Bolova, unique wood watches by Tree Hut, and our own one-of-a-kind custom brand Jerex Fine Jewelry timepieces. Or maybe your dad would like a tie bar, chain, bracelet, or how about a special ring with your name engraved on the inside? Let dad know how special he is. Jerex Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jerex. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you want small and simple or a little more, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner works personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. And you can rest assured the Riverwoods Conference Center is following every guideline from the CDC and Health Department. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 5151. Did you know aluminum cans are 100% recyclable? They can be recycled over and over again. Take your aluminum cans, aluminum siding, and rain gutters to Valley Recycling. It takes 95% less energy to recycle cans than make new ones. In fact, recycling just one aluminum can saves enough energy to power a TV for three years. And when you take your aluminum to Valley Recycling, you get paid. Yes, Valley Recycling pays for aluminum, copper, brass, and other metals. Recycle and get paid for it. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We think it's time for a little fun. This year we want to celebrate Father's Day with a special contest just for the dads. Bring in your ugliest tie to Daryl's for the chance to win a DJI Mini 2 drone. Stop in, leave that ugly tie, and you might win. Ties will be accepted from June 1st to June 12th. Voting on the ugliest tie will begin online June 13th to 19th. We'll announce the winner on Father's Day, June 20th. Happy Father's Day and good luck. Daryl's Appliance, West on Airport Road. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here. Finish off the hour. Still time for you to weigh in if you'd like. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. A couple different things in the news relating to Utah State University and their athletics. First, um, Dylan Maggard, one of the most decorated Aggies of all time, is uh, competing in some Olympic trials this weekend. Wishing him the best of luck. Uh, Some news today that Utah State men's basketball team uh, they're going to be uh, participating in the Veterans Classic in Annapolis, and uh, they'll be taking on Richmond. A really cool opportunity for Utah State to head back east. Certainly, Coach Odom knows this is uh, um, knows the territory uh, over there, and um, it'd be great for him to uh, to get back there. Maybe do a little recruiting while he's there to get to draw some athletes to Utah State. 
But uh, that's going to be taking place in November. The event is scheduled for November 12th. Again, it's the 2021 Veterans Classic in Annapolis. So Richmond will play Utah State. Virginia Tech will play Navy. Uh, just for reference, Richmond, the Richmond Spiders, one of the my favorite logos of, in uh, college sports, uh, they were a 68 in the net rankings that finished off the year this last year in college basketball. They play in the Atlantic 10. So it's a good matchup. Um, that's, it's, a, it's a good opportunity to improve your net ranking, your RPI, your strength uh, for the Aggies. So it's a good draw for USU. Uh, some other news, um, and, and we kind of mentioned this at the top of the hour, but I guess Caesars Sportsbook has put out their win shares for college football for the upcoming season. And uh, Boise State, they're predicting, will have uh, nine wins. And then going through the rest of the Mountain West quickly, Wyoming at eight. So it's going to be a really competitive mountain division with those two. San Jose State at seven and a half. Nevada at seven and a half. Kind of challenging for the uh, West division. Uh, San Diego State right behind at six and a half. Air Force at six and a half. Hawaii and Fresno State at six. New Mexico and Colorado State at four and a half. Utah State at three. UNLV at one and a half. Um, interesting. Uh, Utah State, with everything they have coming back, with the new coaching staff, with the, some new energy, Aggies are going to win more than three games. Uh, but when it comes to college football, the winner in the Mountain West, if they're not going to a uh, New Year's Six Bowl, the conference champion will participate in the L.A. Bowl, and they will face somebody from the Pac-12. It's a new bowl. And it's going to be played on December 18th at that new SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Beautiful new stadium that the uh, hosts the Rams and the Chargers. And uh, the the champion, Mountain West champion, used to play in the Las Vegas Bowl and face somebody from the Pac-12 there, but they've shifted that and uh, moved to this inaugural L.A. Bowl. Well, as most of these bowls do, they try to get a title sponsor. And this is hilarious. Last night, um, it, uh, it's, I believe it was... Uh, um, Broke the news last night. I'm not sure. I'm trying to double check on this. Yes, it was in his opening monologue. Jimmy Kimmel in his opening monologue last night saying, this is not a joke. This is a real bowl game named after me. So mark your calendars. It's like an early Christmas gift for all of us. Yes, the LA Bowl on December 18th will be known as the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. It's a multi-year sponsorship deal. The game will air on ABC. Jimmy Kimmel is also on ABC. So it's kind of funny, uh, kind of hilarious, to be honest. I don't know that it cheapens it, but I think it kind of like, it puts the, the bowl naming rights kind of on its ear a little bit, that a bowl game is named after a person, a, a comedian. But at the same time, it's, I think it's going to get some additional publicity, some added uh, gravitas, if you will, from being able to uh, be associated with a late-night comedian in Los Angeles. So the question is, who will represent the Mountain West and participate in the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl in mid-December? 
Um, so it's going to be fun. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel in a statement said, uh, never before has a bowl game been named after a human being. As far as I know, I didn't check. He says uh, on December 18th, my dream of being forever enshrined alongside orange, rose, cotton, and peach comes true. So pretty funny. Um, so anyway, that's uh, taking place. That was just announced and made official uh, last night. Uh, Mountain West representatives, um, you, certainly Utah State, they've uh, never had that opportunity to participate in the conference uh, as uh, to represent the conference champion in the Mountain West in that bowl. Uh, it's usually been Boise State. Um, San Diego State has done it. Uh, Fresno, I believe, has done it once or twice. So uh, anyway, it's a great opportunity to get a little extra recognition. Uh, so tomorrow on the Full Court Press, we continue to break down and preview Game 6 for the Jazz. What kind of changes, what kind of keys need to happen that uh, we haven't seen yet? Now, after the game last night, uh, a lot of the players saying, you know, we need to be more aggressive. They're saying a lot of the right things, but they're not doing enough of the right things to turn the tide. Will they be the aggressors this time? Will they force the action? Will they get under their skin? Will they become the bad guys of Utah Jazz and to be disruptors? Learn how to win basketball in a gritty, hard-fought manner. I think that's been the real thing that's been missing. Look, hitting the three-point shots, swinging the ball around, it looks pretty, it's fun, it's exciting, but when it's not working, when those passes aren't able to happen, when the shots aren't falling... Uh, from the outside, uh, this team is not as multidimensional as they need to be. And certainly having somebody who can break down a defense like Mike Connolly, that hurts. Having somebody like Donovan Mitchell who retweaked his ankle in game late in game two and has been playing through pain for three straight games, that doesn't help. But figuring out defensively, if you can get stops on the Clippers, you'll still give yourselves a chance. So how the Utah Jazz try to figure out their defensive schemes, especially with Rudy Gobert and the switching and the small ball that they're having success with, that's going to be the real key. So that'll be fun to see how it plays out and see if the Jazz give themselves a chance for one more at home or if they're coming home for good. So we'll find out together. We'll have pregame coverage here on The Fan at 7.50. Tip-off will be at 8 tomorrow night for that very critical Game six. In the NBA tonight, it's the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, we'll see tomorrow what the result is in that one as well.